Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. So the rematch happened. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury said and did everything that he said he was going to do. And um, it, it fight ended at uh, the sixth round. Wait, sixth or seventh round. So sixth round, I think. Uh, referee stepped in, but at the same time... Uh, Deontay Wilder's uh, corner threw in the towel. It was a very good performance for Tyson Fury. It was a culmination of a lot of things that happened prior to the fight. So uh, he switched coaches. He did a different camp. He uh, There were rumors that he had an ankle injury. He came into the Waynes wearing a shirt. Uh, he... he he basically stayed within the same uh, weight range, and come fight night, it was a it was a magnificent performance. Uh, we could all infer or hypothesize on the things that happened, whether it could be staged or it could be uh, it could be uh, how do I put it um, orchestrated. But if it were, then. It was executed to perfection because, you know, a lot of things threw off people. And, of course, people are hearing stuff from the media, social media. People are talking rumors. And it played well to uh, Tyson Fury's advantage. Um, I, I don't see any semblance of ankle injuries from from the way he fought. He boxed really well. And like what I said in the earlier, uh, like in my earlier statement, he did exactly what he said he would do. Uh he boxed Deontay Wilder and he utilized a lot of jabs he moved uh, for, a, for a big guy he moves really really good uh, he's fast he's quick and the, the strategy and the tactical the, the, the ring tactician that he is he did everything so well so uh, if you pay close attention I, I watched the fight like three or four times so that I could have a better understanding and a good grasp because and it was a very entertaining fight, especially if you're watching like 200 plus pounders just going at it. And for a guy like Tyson Fury to move that well, it was it was such a beauty to see. Uh, I think this is why a lot of people are lured towards the heavier weight classes when it comes to boxing. Now, uh, Deontay Wilder has a has a Thanos right hand. You know he. Like what he said in, in interviews, uh, fighters have to be perfect from round 1 to round 12 to be able to beat him. He needs to be perfect for a few seconds. Because by the time that he throws that right hand, it lights out. It's done. Okay? He knocks you out. And his record speaks for it. You know, 40 plus wins, 40 plus knockouts, and uh, one decision, I think. So for for someone like that, he's easy. He has that puncher's knockout power. And for for a guy like Deontay to have that confidence, have that skill set, have that power, um, you tend to you tend to lean on that too much. You become dependent on your one punch knockout that you tend to forget all the other things that you have to train when it comes to boxing. Uh, he didn't really develop much of his movement. Uh, he wasn't fighting off his feet. He was just waiting for that right hand to land. Uh, we're not taking. I'm not taking anything away from Deontay Wilder. It's just that uh, I expected more from him. 
perhaps from the time off. Uh, that's why we're going to break down some of the things that, that went on Tyson's on Tyson Fury's uh, advantage and Deontay Wilder's disadvantage. So let's go to Tyson Fury first. Tyson Fury, uh, he's comfortable fighting at that weight. Um, again, uh, this is the world of boxing. A lot of rumors can be orchestrated. I mean, the mere fact that you have an ankle injury, that definitely will reach media. And then... Um, he weighed in uh, wearing his shirt, so like Teddy Atlas said, you know, there, there's only one reason why you wear a shirt in the weigh-ins, because you got fat. However, uh, it was to prove a point, and it basically, uh, what do you call this? He was able to utilize that weight, because if you watch the fight closely, he would throw combinations and then lean on Deontay Wilder. He, was, he, he made Deontay Wilder tired, by swinging, by punching, by boxing, and at the same time, within the clinch, he would make sure that Deontay would be carrying his weight. He was pushing his weight around on Deontay Wilder, and that's very tiring. So if you're a 210, 220-pounder pushing around a 260, 270-pounder, that's hard. That's going to take toll on your body, and you're going to tire out. And that's exactly what happened. Now, um, the Gypsy King utilized a lot of his combinations he backed Deontay in a corner uh, Deontay was just really waiting for, for to throw the right hand and he wasn't able to launch because every time he would try to set up something Tyson Fury will do his best to disrupt that rhythm so the moment he disrupts that rhythm Deontay could not launch and that's that's very smart boxing you know you could, you could only the high level guys are capable of doing that so it was he he made him carry his weight uh and the way he boxed was a lot smoother and he was moving quicker he was shifting his body weight right side to side uh these are the things that happen during the off season right for for people who want to fight or who are currently fighting these are the small and incremental details that you learn during off season so if during the off season you just party eat a lot get bloated and get fat and just spend one or spend one or two sessions in the gym you're not going to build that skill set so it simply means that the that tyson fury was very busy during his off season during the time that the fight was building up or even the fight was the, the contract was being signed he was probably training every day in the gym so the, he was able to develop instincts he was able to develop the muscle memory to to adjust and um, his footwork was better uh, the way he, from his posture to his stance to the delivery of his punches they were crisper they were better so it simply means that during the off season he was working on his punches he was training he was training and then um, he didn't look tired he wasn't huffing and he knew his timing was great you know he, he, he it was one of the better performances of Tyson Fury in his career. Now let's switch over to Deontay Wilder. Uh, I've read several articles and I've heard from some boxing analysts that during the offseason, he, uh, what do you call this? Um, he added like 10 extra pounds of muscle. For me, that is not advisable because number one, 10 extra pounds of muscle means that you have to recover more it takes more time to recover and put oxygen on that added muscle when you've been fighting at a particular weight class 
and you're comfortable and you're knocking out people so for me i do not understand why he needed to add 10 pounds of muscle you know uh of course uh tyson fury is a big guy but you cannot push weight per weight if you're clearly the smaller guy you have to be the faster guy okay and he was able to knock out he was able to knock down tyson fury in the first round so more or less that's not going to be a problem in the second one um for me that's factor number one uh number two i do not know what happens uh to deontay wilder during his off season but clearly it wasn't really he wasn't really focused on training he was probably doing some other things uh but the, the way he was doing things during, inside the ring he was just waiting he was waiting to throw the right hand he was he was just looking for that you know he was just looking for that opening that never revealed itself and that's dangerous if you're if you're a guy that's fighting for the belt and you're defending your title you have to cover all bases so uh for sure in that fight uh probably broke his jaw I saw his ear swell up, so that's probably a busted eardrum. Uh, during the post-fight interview, he was disappointed that his corner threw in the towel. He won. He was a champion. He wanted to go out of his shield. But for me, it's the coach's responsibility to save the fighters from themselves. So in as much as... I mean, it's not going to take anything away from Deontay Wilder. You know, it's, he, he, he doesn't lose face. He doesn't lose respect. Okay? He didn't... They didn't he, he has not, he doesn't have to be disappointed but you know um, it was in the heat of the moment uh, he was very disappointed but I don't see him doing anything or I don't see him do much if he was he if he got way past this the seventh round onwards it's it's not it's not happening uh, Tyson Fury will continue to break him down until he's gonna knock him out and within that six round period he was able to knock down Deontay Wilder twice so it was it was good boxing it was uh, he he picked his shots and um, you know it, it was it was good for boxing now uh, Tyson Fury is the WBC heavyweight champion he's the lineal champion I, uh, I really don't get what's with the lineal champion all the belts are with Anthony Joshua so if we're talking about the big three, the big three is uh, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, and Tyson Fury. So Tyson Fury and Deontay, uh, Deontay Wilder fought twice. There's a rematch clause, so I'll, I hope they fight a third time. And then uh, I hope the winner fights Anthony Joshua. Those three fighters, they could rotate. They could rotate on each other and fight each other, make money. Uh, I, I just think that there's a contract problem with Anthony Joshua in terms of uh, the company that promotes him that's why it's not happening but for 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 boxing fans it's the fight to make it's the, the fight to make the fights to make are within those three heavyweights so again that's Deontay Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury Andy Ruiz was supposed to be in the mix but he fucked it up uh, fame got into his head you know second fight too fat, too slow, got knocked out. So we're back to the big three. Uh, it, there's probably a new heavyweight coming up, and 
but for now we have to enjoy what these three individuals are going to offer us uh, Deontay should just sit back relax recover go back to the drawing board stop blaming people stop you know you have to be accountable if you lost you lost and for Tyson Fury uh, this man has uh, has gone through a lot if you watch his podcast with Joe Rogan he was able to narrate uh, he was able to narrate a lot of things about his life and the way he recovered from from and improved his mental health um, so these are the things that that are to be considered when it comes to defining the characters into, into this whole scene uh, I hope the rematch happens and uh, and or they, someone okay, one of them fights Anthony Joshua me I'd prefer a Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua and then an Anthony Joshua Deontay Wilder fight uh, I want to see how Anthony Joshua will try to outbox a, a, a very a powerful puncher like Deontay Wilder so uh, thank you to Nuts and Crosses. Thank you to Awan Coffee. They are in Instagram. They are both on Facebook and Instagram. Follow them. Uh, you can follow me as well on Facebook. Just search Coach Franco Rolioda. And on Instagram, at Franco Rolioda. F-R-A-N-C-O-R-U-L-L-O-D-A. So this podcast can be heard on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Breaker, uh, Podcast. Uh, whatever Overcast Radio Republic I'll do my best to memorize the other outputs but it's distributed in all the major podcasting outlets so that's what Coach Frank says bye bye